0: It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy on February 2nd, the day known as Groundhog Day. Happy
1: Groundhog Day! Yay! Very, very exciting. We'll find out if we're going to get an early spring or if a longer winter, and it is all about the science today.
0: Oh, so, so <laughs> much science, sick and fuzzy. You yourself have already participated yeah. in some of the groundhog festivities.
2: A, a groundhog. I had a Groundhog Day celebration our breakfast this morning. Okay. I decided to make a stop off at McDonald's. I got myself a coffee. I had myself a hash brown, and I got myself a sausage and egg McMuffin. Okay, where's
1: how's it a uh, Groundhog Day yes. celebration?
2: Um, what do you think the sausage is? Groundhog? Oh God! <laughs> it's a it's a that's sad. It's a pork sausage. It's pork sausage. Pork patty. <laughs> pork patty. So
1: you're <laughs> pretending that what you ate was what are you mean groundhog? pretending? I I purposely well yeah you ate groundhog but you didn't eat the groundhog.
2: No, I, I ate Groundhog. <laughs> uh, it's Groundhog Day. It's, okay. I, well, I'm not going to eat Balzac, Billy, or... Okay, let like, like, They
1: need to find their shadow. Yeah, I just yeah, wouldn't yeah. even put those two together because it's just too disturbing for groundhog. me. Groundhog.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: the idea of, of Fuzzy consuming one of the very, very yeah. well-respected journalists that work one day a year known as the Groundhog. No, Brothers.
2: I would never do that, but I consumed Groundhog this morning. Well, I, okay, how did it... Because enough. it was... I made that decision because it was Groundhog Day.
0: Okay, first of all, now I feel jealous because I didn't have any breakfast, and now yeah. you're sitting here with a tummy full of groundhogs. and right? I nice. feel amazing, that's living your great. damn best life. Yeah. You even had a hash brown too, oh. which is oh so golden and crispy <laughs> and delicious, and just the right amount of salty. It's yeah. like they know how to just make yeah. it the it right really amount of salty. That's
1: that's the number one choice oh. there for breakfast.
0: But to the uh, the lead story of the day, we're just a few hours away. Oh my goodness! In Balzac, Alberta. Oh. We're gonna have Balzac Billy emerging from a mound of of dirt. Mound of dirt. (laughs) Yeah. Getting up there looking for a shadow and, and seeing what happens. And we've actually today got a very, very special friend helping us today on the show. This
1: is gonna be so fun.
0: It's our good friend Blair from our weekend show who's gonna be reporting live. From Bluegrass Nursery in Balzac for the major, major event of Balzac Billy and the whole
2: predicting of the spring, all that stuff. Can we talk about the elephant in the room here okay. with this? Because Balzac Billy, uh, the the legend of Balzac do it, Billy, do it,
0: do it gently, do it gently, is, Fuzzy is
2: is an amazing character. <laughs> yep, um, and I, I I'm happy that Blair is going. Because I feel like every new Calgarian, and Blair hasn't, Blair's not been here for, what, six months? So. Yeah, since so yeah, like
1: September-ish. So every new Calgarian
2: should experience the unveiling of Balzac Billy uh-huh. at least once in person. <laughs> yep. And I think back to the first time that I found out um, the legend of Balzac Billy and uh, realizing that it it's not an actual groundhog.
1: It's not. Of all the groundhogs in the world, yeah, this is a madness. Seat.
2: The 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 pork patty that I had this morning was more groundhog <laughs> than Balzac.
0: <laughs> it, it's possible. You know what though? We still uh, we still love Balzac Billy for everything they represent and uh, totally. the uh, the silly tradition of having a rat predict the weather. So but we're how... happy to have that happen in Calgary today, and happy to have a correspondent there.
1: How excited are we that he has no idea? It's an. That's the suit. best part of <laughs> That's it. That's the best part.
0: The best part is he, he's literally looking. He's going to be seeing a, a, a big a big hairy creature come <laughs> out of the ground, and it's just. It. A A a person in a suit. So that's going to be real fun, and that's going down this morning.
3: Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy.
0: Real, fun, and all about Calgary.
3: 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's
0: Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Oh, man. Another day where we're going to talk about one of our favorite products no longer being sold in
2: Canada. First, it was Bugles. Oh. Oh,
1: And those little Debbie cakes and all of that right. stuff. I honestly don't even really know if I want to talk about this right now because I don't want to put the word out there because I don't want the hoarding to start. I want to be the first hoarder of this product.
0: You think you're gonna start hoarding this this exact product?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, I'm gonna hoard the heck out of it.
0: Fuzzy, what do you think it would look like seeing Danae with a shopping cart overflowing <laughs> with Delicio pizzas, which will no longer be sold in Canada? <sighs> it would
2: look like the greatest Super Bowl party
0: ever. <laughs> oh, it really would. Right?
1: That's- Oh, Stock it up for the big game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? He's, he's, you <laughs>
0: wink at everybody?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, uh, Nestle Canada is saying that they are shutting down a uh, product of or of Delicio pizza, also stofers and lean cuisine as well. Wow. So it's a big thing. They say they're gonna focus on things that do really well in Canada, like I guess candy and coffee and ice cream. How does Delicio pizza not do enough business in Canada? See,
2: know, I thought it was because of the plastic that's wrapped around the pizza. I mean yeah. the, the plastic band coming in. But like Lean Cuisine and all that stuff, like that's straight up cardboard. That's that's...
1: All. Yeah, this one, this one has nothing to do with that. I think the little Debbie cakes, like all those things that are individually wrapped in plastic, yeah. that was the plastic issue. But this is just because they don't think that people, I guess, enjoy Delicio. I honestly, and like this is probably good for my health that this is going away, but we probably <laughs> are like a once every two weeks Delicio pizza. It's a household. Ah. It's a quick, easy thing to chuck in the oven. It's like five to eight buck, and it feeds the whole family, and everybody loves it.
0: You know what, man? Think about anybody in university right now. Like, yeah. you survive <laughs> on yeah. things that are cooked in an oven or a yes. microwave. Right, uh... right, right. So fewer things available to cook in ovens and microwaves, it, make, it makes things tough. We, we really appreciate if, if right now you're feeling a little little sad about this, a little hurt, because no more no more Delicio. Just
1: it's, like... Just, like, don't go shopping till like, till like 11 today. Because <laughs> I'll be out there at 10.30. Which,
0: which store will you be at?
1: <laughs> All of them. Okay, watch
0: All out.
3: From here to Scenic Acres.
0: Watch out for today. She's willing to fight for Delicio <laughs> at every grocery store in Calgary. <laughs>
3: Danae and Fuzzy. Time for shout-outs. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free, guaranteed. Actionfurnace.ca.
0: This is where we pause for positivity. We talk about good things happening around Calgary. Fuzzy, who's getting your shout-outs? Well,
3: howdy,
2: partners. Okay. Oh. Big shout-out to the Snow Rodeo. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Fun. It's, uh, it's a bunch of snowboarding ski events happening at CAOP uh, at, CAP, at uh, the wind sport this weekend. And then it's like, okay, cool, awesome. A snow rodeo. A good chance to go out and watch some cool people do some cool things and go, wow, yeah. I could probably. <laughs> Watch people do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: Or you're like, if I really, really messed up, I could fly through the air doing those some types of flips and spins, yeah. Except yeah. when I landed, I would be in the hospital. One
2: of the first times I ever went skiing, I uh, there was this little jump, and it, it, it was at uh, Wintergreen. And we went up, my friends were going off this jump, and nobody actually jumped, right? I actually jumped, oh no, and then I like landed on my head. And I, when I came to, everyone was standing, and it was like, Are you okay? <laughs> and it was like, Yeah, how long have I been here? (laughs) That was the end of my skiing. In in that
0: moment, Fuzzy said, You know what? I think I'm good without sliding down a mountain with things tied to my feet. I I will
2: hang at the chalet.
0: (laughs) Swiss chalet. (laughs) I'm
2: going
0: to shout out uh, with uh, outdoor sports and the mountains in mind. I'm going to shout out to Banff. Just named one of the top 50 most Instagrammable places on planet Earth. Wow. Banff is actually the only Canadian city on this list. Last year, across Instagram and TikTok, there are over 767 million mentions of Banff. Oh,
1: my goodness.
0: So as we know, it is a wonderful playground that is not too far away from us. It's a great, great place, and everybody in the world knows it. So, Banff, we love you. Yeah, and, you and, look and, so and good Bravo. on the gram. And maybe after watching the snow rodeo at Winsport, we'll yeah. be inspired. Trump try those things in you, or maybe not.
1: I want to give a shout out to Kelsey Snow. She is the wife to Chris Snow, Assistant General Manager of the Calgary Flames, who we know has been battling ALS for the last three and a half years. Uh, Kelsey opened up, uh, she has she has a podcast called Sorry I'm Sad, which has a lot of followers, but she also has a blog, uh, which is just absolutely so inspiring, but she really opened up about the struggles with the Snow family over the last little while. Just before Christmas, uh, Chris had to go on a ventilator, and he made it home for Christmas, and he, he sort Survive that, But she talks about how much the disease actually progressed while he was in the hospital. And it is a heart-wrenching read, but it is also so inspiring because this is a family that is facing one of the like the worst things a family could ever face. Mm-hmm. But they still find that light in the darkness. And so if you need something that, I'm not going to lie, had me oh, sobbing.
2: mascara alert Absolutely for
1: sure. Absolutely sobbing, but kind of puts things into perspective sure does and uh you know just this family can use all the support from from calgary that they can get so if you want to want to read that article this morning you can text shout out to 985 985 just sending all the love to the snow family
0: a very uh, a very inspiring follow as well on uh social media yeah, totally. so open with their with their struggles their wins their losses incredible stuff
2: the embarrassing
4: story club with tyler Dudney and fuzzy It is a
0: chance to just get some really, really embarrassingly emotional things off our chests through storytelling. And today, it is the story of your mishaps with liquid. Oh, no. (laughs) All kinds of mishaps can happen with liquid. While you think about your own life, listen to what happened to Janie here on the Embarrassing Story Club.
5: I like went through this phase where I started like only drinking wine because I was like over the hard alcohol. So I would like, if we were at like a bar, like I would always just get red wine. And by this point, like it was my friend's birthday. And so of course we're like all drinking like a lot. And um, there was this guy that was like, I thought was super cute, and he started like talking to me. And of course, I'm like, you know, you're drunk, but you're trying to pretend you're not. And um, standing pretty close to each other, I like pick up my glass of wine, pick up the glass with my right hand, and then my phone was in my left hand, and it was like um, only on vibrate. And like, right as I picked it up, um, my phone went off, and it freaked me out because, you know, i drunk, and I like, the wine went all over this guy's shirt, and it was so embarrassing. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it was, I would have rather it gone all over my shirt. It just like went splish, splash splash, like in slow motion. I like saw it like going all over his shirt, and then so that, yeah, that conversation ended right after that.
0: So it wasn't like a him like, oh, pretty girl, you spilled water or wine on me, and that's okay. It was straight up like it got just got no. incredibly tense and awkward.
5: Yep. And, like, that was, like, the first place that they, were, him and his friends were going to that night. So it's, like, now he has, like, blind danger for the rest of the night. And, like, oh, it was horrible.
0: Oh, man. He was not pleased. Yeah. Have you ever been on the other side? Have you ever had somebody spill a drink on you?
5: Um, I have. And normally I'm just, like, whatever. Like, I, I'm fine with it. And it's never been, like, so much. Like, I spilled, like, an entire glass on him. But, like, I've had people spill stuff on me. And it's normally, like, hard alcohol and stuff. So it's clear. Right. So I'm just like, oh, that's okay. I mean, I'm like, I still worse on other people. So I can't be mad. There is nothing
2: uh. worse than that feeling of you're getting dressed up. You're ready to go out. And then have somebody ruin your night yeah. by spilling something on you.
1: Well, there, there is there is one thing that's worse, and that <sighs> might be having, having your wedding day ruined because somebody spilled something on you. And, and Tyler, I feel like that's a story in your universe. You ruined your cousin's wedding.
0: I would like to maintain it was an accident.
1: Okay, what happened?
0: Uh, well, what happened was we're at my cousin's wedding, which is uh, at, a, at a campground. Uh, on the on the Panther River near, near Panther so, River. Yeah, like maybe like near like sundry or That's something so like that. Okay. Glorious. Oh yeah, yeah. Rustic and you know, very,
2: very outdoorsy and... Well it's a camp and wedding, it better be outdoorsy. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah, heard yeah. It was intense. Yeah, it was it
0: was intense. In fact, the party yeah, got really there. intense because it was a giant party tent, which was the dinner, <laughs> yeah. the dance, the whole deal. Now I would like to point out. The ground was fairly uneven. Oh, okay. Because just think of what it's like when the dance floor is a is a not a gravel pit. No. <laughs> but a but a but a dirt road with gravel and all those things. Right. It's it's almost like a beach volleyball court. <laughs> okay. That's the
1: dance floor. So on the best of days, when
0: you're feeling 100% fresh. Maybe dealing with some wobbles and wobbles as you're as walking or you know that thing where I don't know why at weddings people have a limbo stick, but you're like, oh let's limbo, this is fun. You gotta do the
1: limbo. Nobody's ever limboed in their life until
0: there's a wedding and you're like, hey, Whatever, right? And then maybe maybe you're trying to do a limbo and you're like, wow. Everyone's complimenting me on how limber my back is. I can really arch that thing. Uh (laughs) They're calling me the Matrix Man, actually. Oh, jeez. They're like, wow, look at you. It's like there are bullets flying overhead, and you're in slow motion just doing this really cool back bridge. And I'm like, thanks, brother. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Really appreciate it. I'm Jamie's cousin, Tyler. They're like, oh, okay. Nice to meet you, Tyler. You going to do anything stupid tonight? And I was like, definitely not. Let me lower it. Lower that stick. Let me go one more time. (laughs) I'm telling you, from what I can recall that evening... (laughs) Based on the state I was in, not much. That limbo stick. Are we
1: guessing Tooney Bar?
0: I don't. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. (laughs) But that limbo stick. Was probably so small that Danae, your little dog Rosie, who weighs about a <laughs> buck and a half, yeah, she could jump over oh it no problem. Yeah.
1: But I'm like, I can do it, I can limbo. Oh no! Yeah. And it's gonna be that point where everybody's like, this is gonna be an ambulance.
0: Yeah, and somehow I managed to get under it totally because again, I'm a Matrix Matrixman. man, right. back bridge like a mofo, and I'm just doing this whole thing. <laughs> but somehow, when I'm trying to trying to spring back up, I jumped forward oh, and I knocked my cousin Jamie's glass of red wine all over her wedding dress. No! Yeah. Yeah, and of all the things I can't place properly visually that night, what I can express, expressly picture is is my part of my body hitting that thing and then the the wine went 37 feet in the air
2: and it went <laughs> Please tell me there's video of this. Sploosh. Please tell me, because anytime a limbo stick comes out, there somebody has to have video of this.
0: I've never seen video. I hope it doesn't exist. In fact, if somebody said there is video, I'd take their personal advice. I would smash it on no. the ground. Never to be seen again.
1: There was probably a videographer there. This is probably, like, hard copy video.
2: Could be. Could be.
1: Well, From that, the videographer? Was there,
2: was there really a, a, a videographer at a wedding that happened at a, at a camp my, around...
1: Might. No good videographers around Panther River. I bet there is.
2: Well, uh... Hopefully we'll never learn that.
1: Oh my and God! I okay, know is, so like, how I gotta know? Like, did she did she punch you?
0: Uh, I didn't get punched. I don't remember anything how? after that. night. Nothing. That's not. I woke up the next <laughs> did morning. You just run away. Woke up the next morning. Kelly's like, hey, everyone's talking about how you were a real, you know what? And you ruined your cousin's dress. She's like, you want to leave? I'm like, let's get the hell out of here. I'm over this. Oh
1: and man, that's you could have took limbo talked. glory and then you just ruined
0: it. I can't recall talking to Jamie after that. I thought, <laughs> hope we're good.
3: <laughs> what oh, up, cousin boy? <laughs> Virgin Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler, Denae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary.
0: It is a very special morning around Calgary because it is Groundhog Day. That means just minutes from now, the one and only Balzac Billy will be emerging from a hole (gasps) to tell us how much more winter we're getting. Will
2: he see his shadow? Will he not see his
0: shadow?
1: Please don't see your shadow, Balzac Billy.
0: Obviously, we're uh, here at the top of Broadcast Hill overlooking the city of Calgary. But our good friend Blair from our weekend show is live from Balzac. Blair, for anybody who's not there, paint us a picture. What goes down at the Bluegrass Nursery for Balzac Billy Day on Groundhog Day? <laughs> what's happening right now? Yeah, I'm here at the Bluegrass
6: Garden Center. Everyone's having breakfast right now. And then everyone's going to work their way outside to the big burrow. Which, like, looking at it, this borough is massive. And I've never been to a groundhog day ever, especially in Calgary. And I'm looking at those burrows, so and I'm thinking, this must be like a big boy. Like, this groundhog must be pretty decent size. I've never uh-huh. seen a groundhog in my entire life. Uh-huh. So I'm, like, stoked to see him pop out of this massive burrow and predict <laughs> our weather for uh, the winter. What I
2: love about this, Blair, is I had no clue that groundhogs live in burrows. I, mm. I, I just thought they lived in Me the ground, either. right? And also
6: like this burrow is very weirdly placed. It's in the middle of a parking lot, but it is massive. Like wow. I don't I just I'm very I'm very interested to see this little guy. So
1: you're like getting ready to like you're saying this is going to be like the biggest rodent that you've ever seen in your life, this big giant burrow. I just feel like I've never
6: seen a I've never seen a real groundhog. So I'm like I'm honestly kinda hyped to see this thing. <laughs> Balzac Billy. That's
0: a mouthful right there. So, uh, Blair, what are they uh, saying down there at uh, this big Groundhog Day celebration in Balzac? Like, what what time can we expect to hear from Balzac, Billy? What time does Billy emerge from their burrow to predict the weather for us, whether it's a longer spring or a shorter winter or whatever it is?
6: Well, the sun is slowly coming up right now. So, we're looking at about 10 to 15 minutes when he's going to pop out of his burrow. So, yeah, we're getting that update soon. Everyone's kind of optimistic, too. Everyone's like, it's going to be positive news. We're going we're gonna to have an early spring. So, we're keeping that momentum.
1: Again, Blair, very first Groundhog Day in Calgary. Never yeah. experienced before. Very, very excited to see his very first Groundhog.
0: This is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Blair, we will uh, check in with you right away here as soon as we get word. And then we can uh, report it here first live on Virgin Radio. Woo! What did Balzac Billy see? Are we getting more winter, less winter? We'll check in with you soon, Blair. Thanks, man. Whoa!
3: Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real.
0: And all about Calgary
3: 98.5 Virgin Radio
0: And now with a live eyewitness report From Bluegrass Nursery in Balzac, Alberta It's our good friend Blair from our weekend show With the update we've been waiting for all morning About Balzac Billy and his shadow Hey Blair
1: Hello Hi Balzac Blair (laughs) I love it Do you like it? Yeah,
6: I'm going to go with that for now on.
0: (laughs) So, Blair, we uh, asked you to go down and be our eyes on the scene for a big moment for Calgarians. Balzac Billy, does he see his shadow? What's happening with winter? Give us your live report after seeing this phenomenon.
6: Well, before I break that news, I kind of have a bone to pick with the three of you. (laughs) What is that? I I was so hyped up to see a groundhog, and I'm waiting here. We're doing the Billy chant. And this six-foot-tall, ginormous, groundhog-looking <laughs> thing climbs out
2: of that snow mountain. And I was thinking, what? I, mu- I must have missed the memo here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we forget to tell you that it's not an actual groundhog? It's it's a man in a suit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that part. I didn't get that part.
1: Oh, Blair, <laughs> you're so excited to see an actual rodent because everywhere else
6: uh, in the world, it's I an actual groundhog. Okay, I'll get to the breaking news. So, Recaverance <laughs> is a chance <laughs> and it turns out, he did not see his shadow oh. for an early spring. Well, it, oh, that's because nice. his, his head
2: was on backwards. He oh. didn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I feel like we owe you a bit he, of an apology, Blair, but I also think, <laughs> no, this, was, this is kind of a welcome to Calgary.
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: I
4: feel a little hazier. <laughs> uh, yeah, right Blair, passage. It's, uh,
0: it's, it's done with love because, you know what? Still the experience of being there, whether it's a real groundhog or a wonderful person who's sitting in a cold <laughs> hole in a dirt pile <laughs> with a mascot suit on, it's about the for experience. A long time, my, for a very long time, he was in that. Uh, See, that it's road. just uh, to appreciate the hard work people in our city do to to entertain and make others feel good. Blair, thank you so much.
6: Thank you.
1: And we're sorry. <laughs> and we're sorry.
6: I'm going to go cry at
3: Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy.
0: Real, fun, and all about Calgary.
3: 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's
0: Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Guaranteed you'll be sharing this conversation with a friend later. Because when you hear something like this... It's a very small fact that can lead to all kinds of interesting discussions. It's not the size of the fact that matters, Tyler. <laughs> Fuzzy, I would like to thank sure. you for pointing that out right off the top. It's the way that you use it, the fact is, the average couple is um, <clears throat> intimate together for about seventy minutes. Oh my! Every single week. Wow posted this on uh, Instagram, Fuzzy, and we're getting some very
2: interesting reactions from some of our listeners. Yeah, we got a comment here from uh, Kelsey Hyman, uh, Heinem and says, uh, that's like two to three times a week between 15 and 35 minutes each time. Seems accurate and reasonable to me. Who with an exclamation
1: it? mark. Spending 30, 35 minutes on that project.
2: Uh,
0: Maria Kendall, 24, says, this is low to me. So 70 oh, minutes actually oh, being low. Oh, my goodness.
2: Wow. In in, uh, in, in her relationship. Okay. Don't, know, don't know what uh, Maria does for a living. Maybe uh, she's got short work hours or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what about Dave Murphy? Dave Murphy says, oh, my God, 70 times? <laughs> 70 times? That's really, really
1: funny. <laughs> that's the most accurate comment and truthful comment that's been said so far.
2: <laughs> I also want to shut up Felicia
0: underscore C7. She says, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's... Uh, the people are intoxicated, and that one time was sixty minutes.
1: <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, does it still have to be happening?" All right. Listen, I feel like things are fairly healthy in my relationship. Seventy minutes, though. Come on. Maybe if it's like ten minutes, like what, if you like every single day of the week.
0: Right. Maybe, okay. Start. talking like this is like love math?
1: Yes. Yes. That's the only way that it makes sense to me. But who's. Who's getting intimate every single day of the week? Things get busy. You don't got... Nobody's got time for that. Well, here's
2: the thing with averages, right? Mm. There will be weeks that are higher. There will be weeks that are lower. So that's kind of where it all averages out, right? I
1: just feel if it's taking more than 10 minutes, you're not doing it right.
2: Okay, say that again. (laughs) But say...
0: Two and a half. <laughs> okay, sure. Let's say 90 if it seconds.
1: It takes more than 90 seconds. Perfect. Oh, I feel great geez, now. Get I a feel light. great
0: now. Thank <laughs> you very much today.
1: You're very welcome. You well. heard it here first.
3: <laughs> 90
0: seconds is a perfect amount of love time. Whatever you gotta <laughs>
3: <others. laughs> The man child, sassy girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him.
0: Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy.
4: The Embarrassing Story Club. With Tyler Duttonay and
0: Fuzzy. Liquid mishaps on the show today. We already had Janie on. Picture this. Janie's at the bar. She's dressed up. She's feeling good. And then she sees a really, really hot guy as she makes her way over uh, fuzzy, a really, really unfortunate thing happens with Jamie and a glass of wine. Yeah,
2: she spilled it all over him, and then he got all butt hurt and left with his crew and said, let's
1: go, man. Oh, And we already heard the story about how Tyler also uh, ru- ruined his cousin's wedding by spilling red wine, of course, all over her wedding dress. There
0: I was trying to recover from a really epic limbo, uh, and then I somehow uh, sprung uh, into uh, my cousin uh, Jamie yeah. uh, and spilled red wine all uh, over her dress. Oh, oh, yes, the wedding dress, the white one, yikes. the one that pairs horribly with a red wine stain. Uh, once again, I'd like to apologize for that. And then we welcome Mila to the Embarrassing Story Club with her liquid mishap. Tell us what happened.
4: Yeah, well, I don't know if I was so embarrassed at the time. It's probably too drunk to be embarrassed, but the aftermath has haunted me forever. It will probably haunt me for the rest of my life. This is in my 20s when I was in college, and you were in your oncology party, and I not I'll just cut to the chase. I drank so much I this myself, okay? That's what happened. I really admit it. <laughs> but I at the time I didn't quite realize what had happened. My girlfriends had to point it out to me. It's worth saying that my girlfriends really they instead of mocking me, they tried to save me that night. But the next day, oh, it was it was on. It was that was forever. They'll never, ever let
2: me live that down. Myla, hearing about you wet your pants makes me immediately think about all of the bladder bash parties that I had been to oh. when I was in college and university, and um, and I'm sure that these aren't a thing anymore because it's probably quite problematic, but drinks were super cheap as, until somebody used the bathroom and that was the whole thing, so you'd get people peeing in corners, just straight up peeing yeah. their pants. And doing, again, like I said, incredibly problematic. Was this a case where it was something like that that?
4: I don't remember what the hell I was laughing about. There was just something I found so unbelievably funny. We were all laughing. I think it was some other guy in the bar doing this thing. We were like in a corner in like a booth area. And this guy, I can't remember exactly what he did, but he did something so stupid near a pool table that I was in hysterics. I was like in hysterics. I couldn't stop laughing. It was just, yeah, I, I laughed until I peed. So there you have it. Um, oh, <laughs> It wasn't a lot. <laughs> it's not like I left a puddle in the booth or anything.
3: Definitely
0: enough, I had to go home. Myla, I gotta know. When was the last time one of your girlfriends reminded you of this night?
3: Oh, Jesus, like last week. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where
0: you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise.
2: You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake
0: up.
3: 98.5, Virgin Radio.